plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are locked on Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to Locked On Cowboys. I'm your host, Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. It is Tuesday, November 1st. Hope you all had a good Halloween and a good break, and uh, today's episode is hopefully a good one for you. Uh, I'm going to play some sound from Jason Winton, as well as linebacker Sean Lee, uh, later in the week, I'm going to play some audio from Rico Gathers, the former Baylor basketball standout. Uh, we locked on Cowboys is able to catch up with him the other day, so make sure you tune in later in the week for that interview as well. But let's start off today's show. Big news of the day, as kind of it's been every day. Anytime anything is said about Tony Romo or Dak Prescott, that immediately becomes the news of the day. Jerry Jones, to date on his radio show, pretty much said Dak Prescott is is the quarterback going forward. He said that the Cowboys are going to let the situation play out, uh, but they are going to take into account Dak Prescott's hot hand, so to speak. And Dak Prescott, you can't say enough about the kid so far. Early on in his NFL career, has led the Cowboys to six straight wins. Uh, has posted a hundred uh, quarterback rating of a hundred or better, and uh, you, you know just continues to get it done. And I think last, you know, the, the game against the Eagles on Sunday night, arguably Dak Prescott's worst game, and, and Dak acknowledged that, hey, this wasn't a very good game for me. But with that being said, he he managed to get through it. He showed he was a gamer. Ended up 19 of 39, 287 passing yards, two touchdowns, one interception. So not the best, but was in the end was able to get him uh, to the win. And Tony Romo is still – it's unknown what he's going to be able to do this week. Maybe some pat and go like he did last week, uh, working a little bit with the scout team. Uh, but I want to read this quote from Jerry Jones that he said on 105.3 The Fan earlier today. Tony has no issue with doing what's best for the team. Absolutely no issue doing what's best for the team. If you really step back and look at it, has it has everything to do with our ability to try to have more success than we've had, let's say, even in Tony's career relative to this year, how things and how this thing might end up. When you've got it going, we know these things can be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for everybody involved. We'll look at it that way. So clearly Dak Prescott is the man to beat right now and he has got the entire locker room uh, on his side and, and that's not a knock on Tony Romo because Tony Romo had the guys on his side but uh, listen to Jason when I asked him after the game about Ezekiel Elliott kind of coming through after some struggles and Dak Prescott had that early pick in the end zone and was able to manage through it. So here's what Jason Winton had to say about the two rookies and a really glowing report on Dak Prescott. Dak threw that pick in the end zone. Zeke had that long run and called back. But does this surprise you that nothing seems to rattle those guys as rookies? Yeah. 
I mean, you know, it's it's remarkable to watch. You know, I mean, there's there's uh, <laughs> there'll be things for them to look at and clean up, like all of us have things to learn from. But I mean, you just can't say enough good things about Dak and, and Zeke, for that matter. I mean, just uh, the 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 bigger the stage gets, the better they play in critical times. And um, I think you tell a lot about a guy when he faces a little adversity, and we all go through it, and we've all been humbled in this game at times. And I still thought Dak did a good job the entire game, just fighting through it, finding completions, you know, that drive uh, to get the field goal, and then, of course, the, the overtime drive. And that was big-time plays by him. And, and uh, you know, he's done it every step of the way. I mean, he's just... If you had a check, if you had a box, just check it off. I mean, he just continues to do it. He does it on Wednesday. He does it on Sunday during the games. He does it with you guys. I mean, he just continues to check the box. And, and uh, I can't say enough good things about him and how he's handled these situations. And that was Jason Wynn. Clearly had a lot of praise for Dak Prescott after the game. Let me remind you, this is Locked On Cowboys with your host, Drew Davidson, of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We have insiders, we have experts, we have people in the locker room around the team that know these teams better than anyone. So please check out the Locked On Podcast Network. Check out Locked On NFL with Matt Williamson for all the big news around the league. Check out Locked On Fantasy for all your fantasy needs. And go check out Locked On Browns to see what they're up to. I I was trying to think of uh, a good thing to say about the Browns. I guess they just traded for uh, the Patriots linebacker uh, Collins, but uh, and Joe Thomas is a staple, but uh, but yeah, please check out the Locked On Podcast Network. We definitely appreciate your support. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your coworkers about Locked On Podcast Network on Audio Boom on iTunes. Let them know. But Getting back to the Cowboys, and I, I touched on it yesterday, uh, the fake punt. You saw Jason Garrett be very aggressive, and, and that's certainly a good thing for the Cowboys to see an aggressive Jason Garrett, kind of known as a conservative coach for much of his coaching career, but you've seen him go for it on fourth down multiple times this season. You've seen him run a fake punt that really swung momentum in the Cowboys' favor. You, you saw him, you know, just take chances. And, and when the Cowboys have a chance to put the game away, they're going to do it this year under Jason Garrett. And speaking of the, the fake punt, uh, I thought Jason Witten had a pretty good answer. So I'm going to play that audio for y'all right now. Chris Jones is a better athlete than people think. Oh, man, what a play. <laughs> what a play. You know, I... Saturday nights, we get to uh, set in the meetings, all of us in the special teams meeting. And I heard Coach Passaccia talking about that play, make a play that makes a difference in the game. And, uh, you know, Chris said, I mean, I always say it, you know, he and Dan, I mean, they're, they're the, maybe the two best athletes on our team, you know, in a lot of ways, pound for pound. And uh, that, was a, that was a huge play in the game. And that was Jason Witten on the Sean, or excuse me, the Chris Jones punt. I'm going to play Sean Lee sound for you guys coming up in just a minute. But just to recap, the defensive effort on Sunday night held the Eagles to 23 points, and that is tied at the season high, which is quite remarkable. The most points scored on the Cowboys this year has been 23 points. The Giants. In the season opener, one with 23 points. So, 
the defense is is clearly playing well, stepping up. Sean Lee cannot have had a more impressive game, uh, at least in Jerry Jones's mind and a lot of people's mind. They thought he had one of the best all-around games. Two tackles for loss, 11 tackles, was just all over the field. Came up with some huge stops, huge hits, and really made a difference making play when he read a screen pass to Darren Sproles perfectly and uh, stopped the Eagles on that. So uh, here is Sean Lee talking about his game and the Cowboys' defensive ever afterward. Um, we found a way to rally. I think this team has found a way throughout most of the, uh, the year to play well in the fourth quarter and make big plays. We knew if we could get the ball back to our offense, we knew they could make plays. And it was so fun to see them move the ball at the end of the game. And it was unbelievable to see Jason Witten catch the winning touchdown. He's a, he's a Hall of Fame player, but he's also a Hall of Fame person, a guy that I look up to. So to see him have that something. Generating turnovers and sacks is, is something that maybe even at 14 didn't come as much as you wanted it to. Now you guys are doing that. How do you get over that hump when you guys have? I think we're playing uh, the defense better. I think we're more of the guys around the football. I think we understand the defense better, and we know there's a sense of urgency. We have to get the ball out. We know if we get it back to our offense, we're going to score a lot of points. Sean, how tough was it? They had their short field, it seemed like, a lot of the game. Well, you know, that's a really good offense, and I think we're going to look at, you know, that second and third quarter and say, hey, there's things we could have done to get off the field. I don't know how we were on third down in certain situations in the second and third quarter. Um, so defensively, it wasn't our cleanest game, but what we did was we got a turnover and we made plays down the stretch to get the ball back to our offense. And how nice was it to see Orlando? He dropped that pick, but then come uh, back with a big sack. He's a huge player for us. Uh, everybody knows Orlando when he's fully healthy. He's a, uh, a game changer for us, and you saw some of that today. You're just going to see more of it. You know, I've, I've had a lot of knee injuries. I know it takes time to come back. Luckily, with my injuries, I've had and I've done them in the spring, and I've had really 16 months to come back. So there's a transition, and you can see him. It's a matter of time before he comes back. You saw some of it tonight, and we expect more from him. How much does he change what you guys can just do overall, moving people uh, around? I mean, he can cover uh, inside, he can cover on the edge. He is unbelievable in zone. He has unbelievable instincts and ability to cover so much ground. So for, um, once he's back full, it's just going to help us. Unbelievable. And I, yeah, it's a matter of time. He was unbelievable tonight. I'm, I'm very, very happy for him because he's put so much work in. I mean, he is, you know, since you know, since camp last year, it was an unbelievable. It was a tough injury. I mean, it was a ACL, MCL injury that a lot of guys have a tough time coming back from. So for him to come back and do that is a testament to him. He's a Hall of Fame player. Just where he impacts the game, whether it's in the run game, whether it's coming out the backfield, whether it's fun. And the guy impacts the game in so many different ways. And he's extremely hard to tackle because of how quick he is, also how strong he is. Uh, he's got a, he has unbelievable vision. So, I mean, you play against him every time you play against him, you have to game plan against him because he's so talented. I'm sorry if you were I think he's a really, really good football player. I think that's a good offense that uh, had us on our heels. We're going to have to look at the tape and say, hey, there's the second and third quarter. We didn't play very well. And uh, we found a way to make plays on the stretch. But we're going to have to play better. We know you know, when we play together, they're going to be tough. Your DBs have been like KJ Wilcox. I mean, he's still working in your rotation at safety. guys have been really uh, huge for us the entire year. You know, JJ is a guy who's played well for us. He's a you know, physical guy who works extremely hard, who, who's, a, who's a playmaker. Um, you know, Anthony Brown's been unbelievable for us, too. As a rookie to come in and transition he's had, he's made it look easy.
Sean Lee there, and as you heard him say, a lot of praise to Orlando Skandrick for the game he had. Skandrick dropped the pick, but then came through with the sack of Carson Wentz at a clutch time. So, uh, very, very solid effort all the way around defensively. On the downside, Jerry Jones said today, Barry Church and Mo Claiborne look like they're going to miss four to six weeks. Mo Claiborne has possibly a sports hernia injury that uh, is going to keep him out, and that's a big blow. But I guess on the bright side, Orlando Skandrick's now back, and six-round pick Anthony Brown has played well. And Barry Church fractured his has a fracture in his arm, right arm, the same injury he had last uh or the same arm he broke late last season. So uh, two big blows, two, two starters on the secondary, but good news is, as I said with Mo, you got Anthony Brown and Skandrick uh, there to kind of fill in, and then uh, expect J.J. Wilcox, who was a starter uh, last year and has started plenty of games in this league, he will be there uh, to, to fill in for church. So not as big of a drop-off as uh, as maybe there would be at some other positions, especially in the secondary that's played pretty dang well so far this season. So, But still, those are losses nonetheless. But hopefully for the Cowboys, it's more like a Lael Collins where, hey, we're just plugging in Ron Leary and keep going. So, uh, so some pretty quali- quality depth on the secondary. But that's going to do it for this episode. Please check out star-telegram.com for all the latest Cowboys news. Myself, Shereen Williams, Clarence E. Hill Jr. has the team covered there. Latest on Tony Romo. I put up a blog post earlier today about Jerry Jones saying the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are going to Las Vegas, it sounds like. It's just a matter of when, not if. And uh, there's plenty of other good stuff up on the website. So please check out StarTelegram.com. Make sure you listen the rest of this week. As I said, I will for sure play an interview with Rico Gathers uh, either tomorrow or Thursday uh, and get you ready for the Browns game. So till next time, have a good one. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org catalyst.